there, friend. You're listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Sparrow Parents Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. We are in a series called Clean, Blessed Home. And what that means is that we are going through room by room in our house or our apartment, and we are cleaning one room at a time and blessing it together. And so as we clean today, my hope is that you will be able to clean along with me and that as we do, um, we will have new ideas and new uh, be resourced with new ways of ministering to the people in our homes, the people who walk into our homes that maybe aren't even part of our family, our friends and family and our guests as they come into this space of our homes, that they would be blessed, that they would feel the presence of the Lord with them. Today, we are going to be working on our master bedroom. So whatever bedroom you are in, um, whatever bedroom you <laughs> utilize for yourself, it may be just you, it may be you and a spouse, um, you may also have a baby, like maybe you have a bassinet in your room, that is the room that we're in today. Um, if you have a master bathroom, we're not going to actually step in there today, although you might choose to. Um, I'm not going to talk specifically about a bathroom today. We did this already two episodes ago. You're welcome to listen to that one if you're really feeling like you need to clean the bathroom today and bless that space. But today we are in the master bedroom. So get ready. The first thing we're going to do is um, make our bed, perhaps strip it if we need to, but just kind of gear up um, for this cleaning session. And remember that we're not just cleaning, we are blessing this space as we go. All right, so as I said, we're going to start with our bed. Now, if you've got stuff on your bed, just find a place to move it at this point. You know, we will get to it. Uh, but the first thing that I like to do when I clean the master bedroom is to make the bed. Now, if it's been a week or more since you have stripped your bed and washed those sheets, I would encourage you to strip your bed um, and then remake it as well. So we're going to start off by having a completely made bed, put all the throw pillows on. Even if you're listening to this in the evening and it's like right before bedtime, go ahead and make that bed. Because what that does is it, it makes you feel really productive. I've talked about this um, in several episodes now about, especially when I'm cleaning, I like to do something little first that makes me feel super productive because it kind of gets me going. Um, and even if you have to strip the bed and you know throw those sheets in the washer, and that may seem like a bigger task certainly than just making the bed, um, it's still, it's still going to really get you going for this cleaning session. And so if your washer is empty, I'd encourage you to throw those sheets right into the washer. If you are stripping your bed, if you don't need to strip your bed today and you're just making it, um, maybe you're going to have like a couple extra minutes than the rest of us who are stripping our beds. And so I'd encourage you if, if there's a load of laundry you can throw in 
to the washing machine and get that going too. That's another really easy way to feel really productive at the very beginning of your cleaning session. And so um, just start getting that ready, getting your bed done. And then once we're done with the bed, with making our bed, um, we don't want to put anything on the bed after that, okay? So even if we're folding laundry or something, you know, like we're going to try really hard to not put anything on the bed because what ends up happening, at least in my house, and I feel like this is pretty universal, <laughs> is that um, we get this idea that like, okay, if I fold the laundry and I put it on my bed, that I'm going to have to put it away before I go to bed. And that kind of mentality, it like, it will stop you from finishing the task. And then when it's bedtime and you're exhausted at the end of the day, oftentimes you don't put it in the, in the drawers. I mean, maybe you're, <laughs> maybe this system works better for you than it does for me. But for me, that laundry just ends up right back in the laundry basket. And it's like adding another step or two to finishing that task of doing the laundry. Um, that's just an example. But oftentimes I will organize things on my bed and I just am never pleased with how that turns out. So while we clean today, I would really encourage you to try to keep this bed clear of anything. And if you do need to set something down, um, or, or organize something right there, just make sure that you completely finish that task and that when we're finished, the bed is going to be clear. So it is going to be ready to welcome you <laughs> into it at bedtime tonight. But as, as soon as we're finished with the bed, we're going to head to the floors. And this is uh, different than what I do in other rooms. Um, you may notice, I mean, I've talked in the kitchen and in the bathroom already about how I like to clean from top to bottom. Um, it's kind of reverse in the master bedroom, and I'll tell you why. What tends to happen, and again, I'm, I'm just speaking kind of from my personal experience, and I'm assuming that there are others of you who deal with the same things as I do, the same, have the same struggles as I do in terms of keeping this area of the house clean. And so obviously, you know, if that's not you, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but my hope is that this is just going to kind of help us um, rethink the way that we utilize our space. And, and of course, that then turns into ministering to people in this space as well. But um, what tends to happen for me in the master bedroom is I will start to store things on the floor. And uh, this this tends to become a problem. I mean, you know, there's there's articles out there online about, you know, five habits of, of people with clean houses. And one of them is always they don't store things on the floor. Um, it's, it's just not done in, in clean, like really tidy houses. Um, and so what we're going to do when we're finished with our beds, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the floor and we're going to get everything off of the floor, um, like ready to vacuum off of the floor. Okay. Um, and you know, if you have like one of those robot vacuums, you want the floor ready to receive your robot vacuum. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of mentality we're in here with, with getting things off of the floor. And that may very well take a while. I mean, right now I'm looking around my master bedroom and I'm finding, so we, just a couple weeks ago, it was Easter. I've got 
all of our Easter decor and Easter baskets still on the floor just here in my bedroom. I mean, why? Why am I storing things in my bedroom? Um, I've got a laundry basket full of clean laundry on the floor. I have a, a clarinet that my husband is fixing on the floor. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know why these things are being stored on the floor, but in the moment of like leaving something somewhere, it feels right. You know, I have a bag um, that I, you know, carry uh, my kids' stuff in on the way to church. It's on the floor. I've got my slippers on the floor, which, you know, would seem like a good place for slippers. But if I am wanting to have a tidy home um, and if I'm wanting to vacuum, um, then I'm going to need to get those off the floor. So just kind of be thinking in those terms, move at your own pace, uh, but get that bed cleared, get the bed made, um, get a load of laundry going, and then move on to the floors. So that's where we're headed right now. As um, you get started on those couple of things, I want us to start thinking about what is our master bedroom for? Now, this the ans your answer to this question may be different from my answer to this question, right? Um, and that's okay. But I want us to be thinking about what, what do I want um, the, the tone of this room to be? Um, who am I doing this for? We talked about that a lot when we did the kitchen, when we cleaned our kitchen. You know, who, who am I doing this for? Um, you may be doing it for yourself. You may be doing it for a spouse. You may be doing it, uh, maybe, maybe you're getting stuff off the floor and thinking, my toddler is all over the place these days and I got to get stuff off the floor, you know? I need to baby-proof this room. Maybe this is a room where your kids come in and snuggle with you at nap time or at bedtime. Maybe this is a room where the kids aren't allowed and it's supposed to be like a peaceful place to come and just rest. Maybe this room's main objective is sleep. You know, maybe this is where, um, I mean, I'm assuming this is where you sleep. Um, but maybe that is the main objective of this room is to get a peaceful, good night's rest. Once we identify what the main objective of this room is, we can start to organize and clean it with that objective in mind. And that's going to kind of change how we clean. It's going to change how we tidy. It's going to change how we organize. And to be honest, it's also going to change how we live our lives in this room. I mean, if your answer to that question of, of what is the main objective of this room, um, if your answer to that question is that, you know, this is a place for intimacy you know my kids and i snuggle up in bed and read a book together every night and then you know my my spouse and i sleep together in this room and this is where i drink my coffee and read my bible in the morning this is where i take phone calls from my parents you know maybe maybe that's kind of like okay so so the theme is intimacy right intimacy with others and maybe this has become a dumping ground for things like laundry or art supplies or, you know, just random things. 
And so now we need to rethink how are we using this space is if if this room, if I still want this room to be a place of intimacy, then really that kind of stuff does not belong in this space. I don't need to fold laundry in here. I don't need to store craft supplies in here. Maybe this room um, for your family is different. Maybe, like I said earlier, maybe it's really just for sleep. Well, there's another there's another reason to not do laundry in this room and to not have a TV in the room and um, things like that. You know, just start to think through um, what are these things that I'm picking up off of the floor? Because I'm assuming that's about where you're at right now, picking up things off of the floor and we're we're picking them up and we're putting them directly where they belong. We're not like moving them. Like I said, we're not putting them on the bed to be sorted out later. We are picking it up and finishing the task, okay? Getting things off of the floor. That is our focus right now. So as we are doing that, we're thinking about, okay, well, I'm picking up, for for example, in my room, I'm picking up Easter decor. <laughs> I don't know why all of the Easter stuff ended up in my room, except that it was a good place to just kind of shove it and get it out of the way. But this room is supposed to be, for, for me, uh, personally, I've got two different um, uses of this room. The fr there's one half of the room that's like my creative space and the other half of the room is more for that intimacy type stuff. And so, you know, having Easter decor and Easter baskets just piled up on the floor, that is not, um, it, it's not what I need in this space. And obviously that they just need to be put away. And it's been one of those things where I just didn't finish the task. But as I think through this, I can I can reprioritize my time when I do take down all of the Easter decor and gather up the Easter baskets. I just need to finish that task, right? By putting them up in the attic or in the storage room or wherever you may put it. Um, and that is going to help to create this space of creativity or intimacy um, or whatever that is for you. So we're finishing up um, taking things up off of the floor and putting them away. Now, this could take longer for some of us who have a lot of stuff that we've just been storing on our floor. You know, this is the kind of thing that like, like we don't really think about it until we look at our these rooms with new eyes, right? So, you know, I've got a basket that I'm storing on the floor. I need to find a new place for that. That might take another an extra minute or two, right? Um for for those of us that this isn't an issue, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm really proud of you. That's really really cool. Um the next couple of things that we're going to do just to give you a heads up if you're ahead of the game, we are going to take out garbage and we're going to reline those garbage cans and then we're going to move on to one or two surfaces and we're going to clear surfaces of stuff. Um, and so that's where we're headed. If you're ahead of the game, go ahead and, and move on to those next two things. Uh, but for those of us who are still trying to find a, a new designated space for this thing or that thing, uh, just keep plugging away because, you know, this is going to allow us, you know, having having that walking space and not feeling like our master bedroom is a storage room. I really do feel like this is something that, especially as parents, 
Um, it just, it tends to happen. You know, we, we tend to shove things into the master bedroom because we want to get it out of the way when, when guests come over, you know, they don't often go in the master bedroom. And so you can just kind of like hide all your junk in there. Um, when the kids, you know, kids' birthdays are coming up, you tend to wrap the presents in the master bedroom or, you know, hide the Christmas gifts in the master closet because the kids don't go in there. And, and it tends to just turn into a dumping ground when really the objective of this room is not storage. Um, I doubt that any of you um, said, oh, the objective of my master bedroom is to store the things, to store all the things. <laughs> um, and so I would just I really encourage us and myself included. I mean, I told you what I have found as I go through this along with you, you know, I'm, I'm preaching to myself <laughs> as much as to you. Um, but we just really need to redefine what this space is for us and, and make it a peaceful place, um, that where we can retreat and we can do what, what we intend to do in this space and feel at peace. Now I want to take a minute as we finish up our floors to just address the elephant in the master bedroom, laundry. Okay, now I, I alluded to this a little bit before, but I, I do think that a lot of us tend to fold laundry in our bedrooms. We tend to lay out laundry on our beds. Um, and, and as I said before, it, it's a way for us to avoid finishing the task of our laundry. For some reason, there's some, I have no idea what it is, but it, I, again, I'm, I'm talking about myself here. Um, I hate putting the laundry away. I do not mind separating the loads. I do not mind washing it. I do not mind drying it. I don't even really mind folding it. But when it comes to putting that folded laundry into the dressers, for some reason, I hate that task. I just hate it. And I don't know if it's because I've been looking at this laundry for so long now from, from start to finish, I'm just done with it. Or if it's that I don't want to walk back and forth from wherever I folded it to putting it wherever it goes. I have no idea what it is, but I hate doing it. And I don't think I'm alone in this. Um, and I would just really encourage you this week to try really hard to keep laundry out of your bedroom. Just try to keep it out. Whether that means folding it directly from the dryer into the laundry basket and then bringing that laundry basket to the dresser and, and putting it directly into the dresser, into the closet. Um, I don't know. Maybe it simply means that you're not going to necessarily put the laundry away because, hey, that's your kid's chore to do. Um, or that's something your spouse does, you know, to contribute to the family. That's okay. But I would really encourage you to not bring it into the master bedroom. Um, if, you are, if you're the one who folds it and puts it in the laundry basket, maybe that laundry basket stays in the laundry room. Um, or, you know, if you go to a laundromat, um, maybe there's a different place in your home when you get home uh, that you could leave it. Maybe you leave it in the trunk or uh, and then the person who's putting it away gets it from the trunk. I would just really encourage you not to bring it into your master bedroom. Um, the master bedroom tends to be a place that is supposed to be peaceful. 
Okay. We sleep in this room. Um, we, we come into this room sometimes to have hard conversations. We, uh, there's, there's just a lot of things that happen in this room that we really want this to be a place of peace. And for many of us, laundry does not equal <laughs> peace, right? Um, and so I just, I felt like I needed to talk about laundry for a minute because many of us right now are putting our laundry away um, or folding clean laundry that's been sitting in a pile for a week now that, you know, has just been on the floor because we're cleaning our floors. Um, and so as you do that, I just really encourage you to make make the decision right now. This is the last time that laundry is going to add up in this room. Now, laundry is going to add up in other places, but not here, not here in the master bedroom. Um, so take a moment, finish up. We're getting the laundry put away. Um, we're getting the floor clear of anything that doesn't belong on the floor. And so, you know, obviously our dressers are sitting on the floor, but our clarinet doesn't sit on the floor. We find a, a shelf to put that on, okay? We've got, you know, our Easter decor, as I mentioned, is going up to the attic or going to the storage room. Um, and maybe you're enlisting somebody right now. You're you're calling your oldest child or, or your spouse or you know, your sister that lives with you and you're saying, hey, can you just just bring this to the storage room real quick while I tidy up, okay? And then as I said, we're headed to our garbage cans and then a couple of surfaces. So as I said, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to empty our trash cans um, and we're going to reline them. So make sure that you're you're dumping out the garbage um, or tying up the bag and then I'd put a new bag in there for the for the trash and if you do have a master bathroom attached to your master bedroom I'd just do the garbage in there too real quick um, you may not have never thought about having a wastebasket in your master bedroom before but um, I'd encourage you to just take a look around if you don't even if you don't have one in your bedroom take a look around and if there's like maybe a bedside table or a dresser that just kind of accumulates garbage um, you may want to think about adding a trash can in this room. And it can just be a little, a cute little can, the kind that maybe you have in a master bedroom or bathroom or, or in any bathroom, really. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, a huge utilitarian thing, just a little wastebasket. Um, and that could really help um, cut down on the clutter and of just wrappers or whatever around your room. So take out take out the trash i honestly when i'm cleaning one room i don't like to leave the room too often unless i'm putting something away cuz i tend to get distracted and so i'll just tie up the bag and toss it right out into the doorway of the room and keep moving um put a new liner in one thing that i really like to do um with especially the small waste baskets throughout the house i like to take two bags um and put one in the bottom uh, just kind of wadded up or folded up in the bottom of the of the wastebasket and then line the wastebasket with another bag so that if there's a day when um you know it's overflowing and I just need to tie it up real quick there's already a bag right there um and I can just reline it very easily and so when I'm doing like a cleaning session I like to make sure that there's an extra one down in there for those days when I'm not just in cleaning mode I'm really just noticing that it needs to be emptied 
And then we're going to move on and I would encourage you to find a small surface um, to clear off. Actually, just a couple, a couple of small surfaces. So if you have a small dresser or a small bedside table, um, what we're going to do, we're going to remove, you know, if there's any dishes um, on that table, just bring them to the kitchen, put them right into the dishwasher or right into the sink and come right back. Don't let yourself get distracted like I often do. Um, and what we want to do is we want to keep these surfaces as clear of stuff as possible. Um, even things that we use often, um, sometimes we would rather they go into a drawer so that they're not visible. And what that does is it just kind of, it clears the clutter um, from the room, even though it's something you use often, like, like a bottle of lotion, for example. Um, maybe you lotion your hands before bed every night, but maybe you want that in your bedside drawer instead of on top of your ta bedside table, just because it looks nicer. When our master bedroom looks nice, that helps, it helps to just create that sense of peace, especially when we're getting ready for bed. Um, like we know that this room is tidy, it's clean, things are put away. Um, as you do this kind of thing, I'd also encourage you to be thinking about, is there something that, you know, I need to reorder from Amazon or add to my grocery list? Um, maybe I'm almost out of lotion or um, maybe my slippers are getting really ratty. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, maybe, you know, the robe, my robe just always ends up, you know, on my desk chair. Maybe I need a hook, you know, even just a 3M hook that maybe you, maybe you already have one. Um, and you can just add it to the back of your door and that way you've got a place for that to belong. So be noticing that kind of thing. As we do our bedside tables or these small surfaces, I'd also encourage you if, if there is a chair, like a rocking chair or a desk chair, take a look at that too. Um, <laughs> this it's, it's interesting to say this aloud, but I feel like the, the chairs in our bedrooms tend to get piled up with stuff. I mean, even now as I'm cleaning along with you, I use, I have a rocking chair in my room and I used that as like an extra garbage bag. Like I, I, um, I just put a bag, like a grocery bag over the, I don't know, the, what's it called? Like the back of the rocking chair so that I wouldn't have to keep emptying the, the wastebasket. Um, and you know, it, and it's still there. I just realized it's still there. And so I need to tie that up and throw it out in the, <laughs> in the doorway and move on. But um, oftentimes, I don't have a place to sit in my own bedroom. Um, my husband doesn't have a place to sit in his own bedroom because we pile just stuff up on the chairs. And so I would call that a surface as well. So check your, your seating spaces. Make sure there's, there's room for you to sit. <laughs> um, take care of dishes. Take care of things, even things that you use often. Um, maybe there's a pair of glasses that got left out. Make sure that those get back in their case and put away. Uh, maybe um, in, again, where, wherever they belong. Um, and just kind of take a step back and look at that surface and, and decide, like, are you happy with how that looks? Um, maybe you want to add a, a vase of flowers or fake flowers, <laughs> you know, 
Um, maybe you want to light a candle right there and just kind of allow, um, allow your space to start to smell nice. And um, maybe you want to put a diffuser right next to your bed with some lavender oil so that you can sleep a little better. Maybe you want a lavender plant in your bedroom that, you know, I mean, the all of the nurseries are starting to open up now and um, that could be a really cool thing to add to your bedroom um, when you get a chance. So just kind of be thinking about those kinds of things as we um, prepare our rooms for that kind of peace and whatever that objective is that you came up with earlier um, in the episode. Um, it really it really creates just this, this sense of this room was made for something. And so what happens is when you walk through the door of your room, you just, you get this sense of peace. You get this sense of like, okay, this is, this room is ready for me. It's ready for me to do this. It's ready for me to sleep. It's ready for me to sit and, and, and call my parents. It's ready for me to be intimate with my spouse. It's ready for me to snuggle with my babies at nap time. Um, you want it to be ready. You want it to be prepared. So as we continue to tidy our surfaces, we're going to move to the dressers. Um, and then we're going to um, start uh, like actually cleaning rather than tidying. So just get ready for that. Go ahead and, and move on to a dresser. Maybe there's two dressers in your room. And again, we're just tidying. We're taking things off of the surfaces as much as we can. You may have a jewelry box that stays out. You may have, you know, a, a basket for the remote for the TV. You may have a TV on a dresser um, and maybe you're deciding that I want that to stay. Whatever you decide is going to stay, um, make that decision and be happy with it. And, you know, maybe you're not sure yet um, if you want to keep something, anything, the TV or, or this basket or this thing, you know, in your room. Um, live with it for a while and, and, and just think about it. If you have a spouse, then talk to your spouse about what do you think about keeping this in here or maybe moving it to a different room. Um, it's okay to have those conversations. I mean, I know it sounds kind of silly to talk about moving a thing from one room to another, but um, those conversations can also really be very helpful in, in relationships, especially with in relationships with those that we live with. So um, be thinking through that as you tidy, move things into drawers. Uh, dresser drawers are a great place to put, you know, the stuff that ends up on your dresser. Um, if there's something that ends up on your dresser constantly, find a place inside a drawer of that same dresser for it. Because that's obviously where you use that thing, um, but you just don't necessarily want it out um, to be able to be seen. Um, so finish up those dressers. Like I said, we're going to, um, when you're done organizing your surfaces in your bedroom, then I want you to take a minute and grab some cleaning supplies. You're going to need something for the actual surfaces in your bedroom. You're going to need a broom or a vacuum, depending on what kind of flooring you have. And if you have a mirror or mirrors um, and or a window in your bedroom, then you're also going to need some window spray and paper towels or, or 
rag or whatever it is that you use when you clean. And guys, we are almost done and ready to pray over this space. So um, that's where we're headed next. All right, so we're going to go ahead and clean the surfaces in our room first. And as we do this, you know, you're spraying, you know, maybe it's your furniture polish or an antibacterial wipe or whatever it is that you're using. Um, as you do this, think about, you know, you're wiping away, you're cleaning away the old um, to make room for the new. Um, and I, I really like this imagery because... For one thing, it's what Jesus does in our hearts, right? Like he, he takes away the old, he, he cleans our hearts of, of our sin, of, of everything, um, bad inside us of our, of our past hurts and, um, and habits and, uh, and he makes room for what is new, makes room uh, for, for the Bible says that God, that Jesus is making all things new and he makes room for Jesus. He makes room for himself in our hearts. And I just love the imagery of that as we clean our homes. Um, you know, you're probably wiping away a lot of dust. Um, if you're like me and you don't tend to, to get to the surfaces in this room very often, um, you're probably cleaning away a lot of dust right now and and dust is um what dead dead skin cells right um i'm i that's what dust is and and maybe you know you're wiping away hair that you know like things like that that i mean that's kind of gross to start talking about that but that's what we're doing and we're wiping away the old and making room for what's new um and so there may be um some bad memories in this room um, there may be some hard conversations you've had in this room. There may be some just hard things that have happened in this room or, or emotions you've dealt with here in this room. Maybe it's not necessarily something that has happened in this room, but something that you've, you've relived and, and thought about and processed and, talked about with your spouse or with a friend in this room and so as we as we clean these surfaces and I just I would encourage you to really um just prayerfully consider how God is is wiping away the past those past hurts those past experiences and and he's making way for new things to happen here. Um, and, and just really be encouraged by that. Um, I hope that as, as you do this, you're seeing like a, a vision of a bright future um, for yourself, for your spouse, for your kids, you know, um, as, as we clean these surfaces. And then after our surfaces are clean, we're going to we're going to kind of do the same thing with our mirrors and our windows. Um, these are places that don't often get touched, and so and you may even want to again if you have a master bathroom, you may even want to sneak in there and and spray that down and wipe it off and 
um, just, um, thinking through as we do the mirrors, um, thinking through like, how do I see myself? Um, you know, God, God says he knit you together in your mother's womb. And, you know, if you're a parent listening to this, that, uh, then, then, you know, you know what it's like to, to hold that baby in your arms. Um, or maybe you, you adopted an older child and, and that was your first experience with parenting, but you know what it's like to hope and wish for a child and, and to, and that image of adoption is so strong in scripture that like, that God has adopted us into our family. And that is how Jesus sees you. That is how God the creator of the universe sees you. And so, you know, as you wipe down these mirrors, I'd encourage you to look yourself in the eye, um, in the mirror. Um, and, and I want you to, um, try to see yourself the way God sees you. He chose you before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, God predestined you for adoption to be his child through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given all of us in the one he loves. That's Ephesians. <laughs> That's directly from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 through 6. And I just hope that every time you look in this mirror, that you will remember who you are in Christ. And we're going to wash the windows, so go ahead and spray those down and wipe them. I think wiping in circles um, tends to be the best practice for getting all the streaks out. Um, of course, that has to do with the kind of cleaner you're using as well, but... Um, go ahead and get some elbow grease going there. Um, maybe you'll get a couple extra steps uh, on your Fitbit or your <laughs> Apple Watch as you um, get that going as well. And then um, if you have hardwood floors, you're going to sweep. Um, if you have carpet, you're going to vacuum. Maybe you're going to vacuum your hardwood floors because you hate to sweep. That was would totally be what I would do. Um, and as you do that, I just want to read... Um, two scriptures over, over us, all right, as we get these floors cleaned. And so here they are. First of all, um, Matthew chapter 11, verses 25, 26, and then 28, verses 28 through 30. Um, and then I'm also going to read from Ephesians again, um, chapter 3, verses 16 to 19. And, um, and you, the reason why I chose these two scriptures is because this room, this master bedroom is a place of peace we talked about. And peace, um, I believe comes from the Prince of Peace, Jesus. Um, and, and in two ways that he gives us this peace, um, one is through rest, um, resting our bodies, enough, <laughs> getting enough sleep each day. Um, and so Matthew chapter 11 talks about rest for the weary. 
Um, but then I also wanted to read a scripture about God's love because um, oftentimes it's in the master bedroom that we define ourselves. You know, it's it's where you get ready for the day. You get dressed. You think through what, what are you going to be doing for the day. And um, it's where you look in the mirror. It's where you do your hair. It's, um, you know, it's where you, again, like I said, like tend to have hard conversations or, or deeper conversations. And um, amidst all of, all of that, that can be distractions from God's love. It can be distractions from who we are in Christ. And so I just really wanted to read to us uh, about God's love from Ephesians chapter three. So as we're cleaning our floors, um, hopefully the floors are clear of all of our clutter and we're able to just quickly um, do a sweep of our room. This is Matthew chapter 11. I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what mm -hmm. you were pleased to do. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And as we finish up um, cleaning our floors, we're going to read from Ephesians chapter 3. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. As we um, finish just the final touches on this room, um, I'd like us to take a moment and pray together just over this space and over what happens in this space. I, my hope for you in the days to come in your master bedroom is that this would be a place of peace, that you would find rest in the arms of Jesus. And when you are weary or burdened, that you would go to the Father when, when, when you um, need shelter, when you um, need um, um, encouragement, that you would turn to Jesus um, and that that would happen here. And so let's just, let's lift this room up together. So I'd encourage you to stop what you're doing, maybe sit on the bed, maybe you want to kneel on the floor, um, whatever's most comfortable for you in, in a position of, of reverent faith um, toward Jesus. Dear Jesus, we just come to you right now and we thank you for this space. We thank you for the, all that has happened here in our bedroom and all that is yet to come here. Um, and, and God, 
that we have this objective in our minds. And I, I, I'd encourage you to just state it out loud right now to, to Jesus. Just say what it is that you want um, this room to be. God, this is our objective for this room, and we believe that you have given us kind of a vision of of what that could look like in here. And so as we have worked to prepare this space for what you are going to do, I pray that you'll bless it. Bless that vision that we have and and help us, God, in, in the everyday moments when we're tempted to, you know, bring laundry in and just lay it out on the bed, that we would remember our objective our objective for this room and that God, I, I pray that you would um, encourage us in those everyday moments to continue to seek after you first, to, to continue to um, prepare this space for what you would have done here. God, what, what you have joined together, let no one separate. And as we are intimate with our spouse, as we are have, have intimate times or conversations with our children as we um, spend time getting ready in the morning and, and thinking through our days. And God, I just, I pray that you'd be in the center of that. Father, make yourself known to us in new ways in this room in the coming days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.